Lally ho, friends, and welcome to our fifth... Did you just duck me? <laughs> you just did the duck, didn't you? <laughs> uh, for those of you who haven't caught up with Koopo Quest, the duck, I think, is unfortunately a new, uh, a new little inside joke that is going to be popping up from time to time. But... Uh, this is a player interview. We haven't had one of these in quite a while, and that's because we've added a new player. So for those of you that have been following from the beginning, oh, you're, you're bringing the emoji game today. Look at that. <laughs> uh, you know, we started with four. We started with four people, and we did an interview with each of those before the game started just to kind of get to know them better. Well, we never actually got to do that with our brand new player. So would you like to introduce yourself a little bit about uh, who you are and who you're playing in this game? Hello, um, my name is Kat and I play Blake. Blake. Uh, or Blake Whitewood. Yeah. Uh, so tell us about, you know, so just for those of you who maybe aren't caught up, because you don't actually come into the show until, what what episode was it? Was it... I think 18? 18, 19? Yeah, I think it's 18. It's like right after the ball. Yeah, yeah. Right after a pretty big episode. And you, you kind of just get thrown into it. And uh, so tell just give us a little background on your character for people who maybe haven't caught up or just like watching these interviews without watching the show for some reason. <laughs> um, so Blake is a Lalafell from mm -hmm. um, way up north. I should remember what the woods are. Uh, I'm pulling up the map. Just like the northwest, camera. uh, Ronfar is the woods. North. Is the is the main oh. is the main woods section. I can help you out there. I've got it all. Yeah, memorized. it's gonna say it's like it's like Nor Valley. It's yeah, Nor Valley region, right? Okay. Right, correct. Yeah. Um. So she's from way bumfuck nowhere. Sorry, if you can't <laughs> swear. Uh, we do on the show, so. <laughs> and um, she. Was, so she is a cleric, actually, and she is a death cleric. Mm -hmm. And um, even though she was a death cleric, she worked in a temple um, for her patron, which is called the Stranger. And it was a place of healing or a place of rest um, or healing, kind of. And um, a plague went through her village and um, a lot of people got sick and she has a talent for um being able to kind of sense the life threads mm -hmm. of people which is really and... cool which is really <laughs> cool and we've had more than one person talk you know tell me how cool that is like just offhanded comments like i really like how how blake sees the world and how how she sees these these threads of people and i'm like yeah i know it's it's awesome <laughs> <laughs> and um she got really frustrated just kind of feeling all of these lives that were not um because like the death cleric that or the death god that she kind of worships is um i guess it's more like natural death like you know it's more yeah. on like everybody has their time like oh like every season every there is a time for every season and these deaths were not supposed to happen at the mm -hmm. time that they happened. So feeling these lives kind of get just cut short um, was very frustrating because she can feel it more intensely than even the other acolytes in her um, in her 
uh, temple can. Right. And so she had gone outside to kind of scream <laughs> for a moment, basically, <laughs> and evince some frustration. And a helpful stranger um, kind of bumped into her, and they got to talking, and she found out that it wasn't just their forest. Um, this plague has spread through all of um, Spira. Or Fantasia. Fantasia is the world. Uh, Spirit is another region of okay. the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and that there were battle, or that there was just kind of chaos. Right. And again, like um, her, she, her people kind of call it the old way, and the old way is very much about like the natural order and the natural flow of things, and just this sense that things are not going the way that they're supposed to be mm -hmm. that the natural order has been really disrupted and that there is something going on like really bothered her until the point that she decided to go figure out um even though it was kind of against her temple heads um wishes <laughs> like she kind of summoned the stranger was like i need to figure this out because it's really this is really bothering me even mm. though that wasn't really what she was supposed to do <laughs> um <laughs> She went out and she's been trying to figure out what's going on or like if there's something that she can do or like right. some way to kind of at least uh, just figure out something. And then she bumped into our lovely crew. <laughs> it was and pull, got... pulled in quite violently almost. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And like this whole experience has already been kind of a culture shock for Blake uh -huh. um, just because she's been very much like uh their corner of the woods is very secluded mm -hmm. like um they do have like traders and stuff that come in um so like there is some touches of the outside world but nothing like, like she's seen in the last what <laughs> two weeks yeah, yeah. like <laughs> it's been it's been a lot so. so yeah you've been what's five at least five episodes now but it only spans the course of like maybe one to two weeks but I, just you know when i stop to think about the actual whirlwind that is blake's life since she you know first of all she ran into them in what is essentially the one of the major cities probably one of the largest cities in the world you know, and, and she had come there based on some rumors she had heard about a, a similar plague. And she basically ran into the, the group, you know, the main party, which now includes you, that right after a very, and I don't want to spoil anything in case people haven't gotten there yet, but a very tumultuous uh, <laughs> incident. And uh, it's just been kind of a whirlwind. I do, I do want to go back for just a second, though, because... Um, you know, the way that I like to have people create their characters is I don't I don't put too many restraints on it. Like, basically, I say, you know, here's, you know, here's the races, you know, of this world. Uh, here's the species you can select from. But other than that, you know, you, you wrote your own backstory. And I remember when you sent it to me, it tied in so perfectly with what we already had going on. And now you, you, cause you hadn't watched the show beforehand, right? No, so. actually, and I came up with Blake just completely separately. Like she was actually a joke. Um, oh like, yeah, 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 that is right. <laughs> me, me and my friend, uh, the friend that got me into D and D had been talking and like, we were just bullshitting, playing a game and, um, we're both big fans of Critical Role. So we've been watching Vox Machina, um, as it came, like season two when it came out mm -hmm. and, um, I don't even remember. I think like we were talking about the Matron of Ravens because this was like at the very beginning. Uh, yeah. Um 
when she was starting to like pick people up and i was like mm -hmm. wasn't there a point like where like if there's like a mash casualty event and like you have like and she's just like will you stop killing people for like five <laughs> seconds <laughs> i'm really busy i'm tired yeah. <sighs> it's like there's so many and <laughs> um and so we kind of laughed about that, and then I had this idea. I'm like, well, what if you had? And also, like, I really like Sandman, and so and sure. just the idea mm -hmm. of, um, like, and the representation of death in Sandman, like, mm -hmm. where she's very chipper and, um, she's kind of this comforting figure. Versus, and um, and I I like that representation. I think it's a very interesting representation, mm -hmm. um, especially like, uh. Not to get too like uh, media analytic, but like um, <laughs> especially like our traditional view of death in a lot of media or like sure. a lot of stories is very scary. And there's been kind of this um, twist on having it be I don't know. So I think that's a very interesting way yeah. to look at it. The, the Blake brings a sense of peace and warmness to to death i mean even in it's not we've not gotten to explore it too much i do have yeah. some plans to want to explore that a little bit more but we've seen we've been able to see a little bit of how she views you know her views on death and and that and it is more of a just a peaceful calming transition and and i like that view too because especially in D D, and you know especially in my games of D D, sometimes death can be quite violent <laughs> you know i mean i you know the, the way we describe killing monsters or even some of the npc deaths we've had have been uh, you know bordering on the tragic end of things uh, and i do like the balance that the prospect of of blake brings to the game uh, but what I thought was so interesting is you provided me with this backstory, and as I was reading through it, I was it, it made so many connections to the narrative we already had going, because you know immediately you had brought up that thing about the plague that came through your village, and around that time the players were already investigating a plague in the city they were in, uh, so it was it was almost so perfect, you know, to be able to to just kind of tie things in together narratively speaking and bring you into the game. And what was interesting to me too was the the reason that we brought you on in the first place was we had one of our players had to step away for a little bit. And I basically, you had said, I think you were talking about this character in one of the discords we share. And I said, look, I've got a guest spot if you want to come on. And it became pretty clear to me after reading your backstory and after like one game, I was like, uh, I think, if you're up for it, this might be more of a permanent <laughs> position because I loved your character. Everything tied in so so perfectly for me. And and so what started as, hey, can you help fill a seat was I you need I would like for you to have a permanent seat at this table. I really enjoy you as a player. I really enjoy your character. And so far you've stuck around with us, and I'm very thankful for that. So I'm having a blast. I know everyone else is having a blast playing with you. So uh, I just, uh, I do, first of all, I just want to say I appreciate, you know, you giving, giving us a chance, not only just agreeing to fit, sit in for a little bit and then agreeing to stick around. So, oh. you know, you can pull the ripcord whenever you want and say, I'm out of <laughs> here. But until then, I'm, I'm going to enjoy having Blake because, again, I'd like to go back. You said you're playing a cleric um, and no, no shade, but it's, we now have a cleric and not an artificer in disguise <laughs> because as we've realized, and as the player himself has realized, Nozak, our previous cleric has been an artificer all along and they just now kind of discovered that. <laughs> so, uh, uh, so yeah, I thought that was 
an interesting transition. As he transitioned to a different class, a cleric came in to fill that role. So I do want to ask, you had mentioned someone got you into D&D. So are you, you're relatively new, right, to, to tabletops? Am, this is, yeah. This is actually, like, my first, like, long-term campaign. Okay. okay. Um, so I, I think, like, last year, um, I – so, like – I play Destiny, and okay. the friend that got me into Critical Role um, had, like, I don't remember what it was. I think it was, like, around the time, um, I'm going to drop Critical Role spoiler, but it's, like, a year ago, so. Spoilers. As long as it's uh, not the last yeah. three episodes yeah. of yeah. Uh, this campaign, I'm good. <laughs> so. Yeah, like, I think, because he had been talking about it, and it was, like, right around the time that this the third campaign had come out okay. and I think like I tried to watch it, um, but it just didn't click for me. And sure. so, and then, um, the early 30 episode came out where Fern and Orem dropped mm-hmm. and Lana was on and the internet went insane. Yeah. And I didn't understand why. Yeah. So, um, I was talking to my friend. I'm like, I don't get it and he was like well it's like 30 episodes of build up like you're not going to get it and so I was like well I'm going to try this again and for whatever reason that time that I watched it like I got really hooked Mm. and um the first like even now like things will happen in Critical Role and I'll text him and I'll be like I don't understand what just happened Critical yeah I mean even even I have been watching I've watched all of campaign 2 and I've watched all of campaign 3 minus a couple episodes but I will never be to the level of world builder or DM that Matt Mercer is and and how he keeps all this stuff straight. And he'll bring in things from like the first campaign and everything is tying together. And I'm like, I can barely make the threads tie from one of my cities to the next. The fact that we haven't discovered any major plot holes yet in these 24 episodes is a miracle. But Matt Mercer, the, the way he ties things in and the names he'll drop and like everybody at the table's freaking out. And I'm like, all right, to Wikipedia, <laughs> you know, and then yeah. I'm like, oh, I vaguely remember that from four years ago. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. yeah. Masterful no, and storytelling. And there's stuff like in um, like the bo- like in Vox Machina, like where they'll like reference like a future development or something. And mm-hmm. I'll be like, that's cool. And my friend's just like. <laughs> and I have yeah. no idea. Absolutely no idea. Yeah. Um. But I found myself like I never really was in tabletop when I was younger. Um, Same, like, actually. I really, yeah. yeah, like I was into like forum based. I've always been like into writing and like character creating. Mm-hmm. But like tabletop, I don't know. I guess it was like the nerdy thing. Even oh, it though was. that really shouldn't have stopped me. It still but, is, but it's just cool uh, now. <laughs> yeah, it's cool. It's cool nerdy. And um, I since we play Destiny, there's like a D and D and Destiny um, ah. mock-up. And so we were talking about, like, we were talking about doing a game for, like, years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, it felt like. And um, we did, like, one one-shot with, like, me and him and one of our other friends, DMing, um, just to kind of even see if I really liked it. Yeah. Um, because it was, like, it doesn't make any sense to, like, try to put D and Destiny together, like, if I just hate this. Right, um, right, right. And so I've done, like, that one one-shot that I really liked. We tried to do a second one, and it just didn't quite pick mm-hmm. up the same steam. And then I think I've done, uh, I think, like, we did, like, one session zero for a and Destiny, and then another, like, 
one shot with just like random yeah. people because I wanted to find a game. And then now we're here. So now you're here. <laughs> like now I'm here. Um, um, and we're very lucky and happy to have you, just so you know. And to be honest, I would not have guessed that you were this new to D&D, uh, <laughs> just based on, first of all, I, I have to say, I, I think I hit the jackpot with, with my five players. I This was just kind of random. I, I put out a casting call, talked to a couple people, and then, and I say casting call, it sounds like I went through this rigorous process. It was more just getting a vibe off people, like, you're not a weirdo, are you? <laughs> but... Um, and then, you know, just said, you know, let's just have fun and play a game. And every one of them has been great. The The role play that you all have brought to the table. And there was a, a scene very recently, I believe, where you were confronting uh, Izzy about him keeping some very uh, pertinent truths from you and one of the other player members. It was good. It was great role play. And it's it just brings it elevates this game beyond whatever I could ever do, and I it's it's great to have you around, and I would not have believed really that you were <laughs> this new to D anD D, but keep it I just up. Just have a flair for the dramatic. That's all you need. That's all you need is a pair of dice and a flair for the dramatic and the willingness to not just get a little goofy from time to time. You know, you just gotta oh, yeah. you know let yourself have fun and. What I like about doing this, you know, we stream it after the first five minutes, I kind of forget that we're streaming and then I'm just playing D&D. And so I'm not really in my head as about like what I'm doing. Um, and then I, I think I sent you all the <laughs> the screenshot. I was just pausing one of the episodes and I was like, like this. And I'm like, I did that in front of at least 100 people that watched this so far. <laughs> so you just got to gotta kind of go with it. But so how are you liking it so far? How, I mean, being a part of a little bit longer term campaign then. I really, I really like it. Um, it's like the shorter term stuff that I've done, like, um, like there's things I know with Blake that we're going to build up to. Mm -hmm. Um, so it's kind of hard to be like, uh, it's like, well, when should we put this on? The, like, when is this yeah. going to be on the table? Yeah. Um, or just, uh, or not introduce things too early like when they yeah. don't make sense um but it's kind of cool to like have like the progression mm -hmm. of um like where she comes from or like her abilities or like more about her right uh, it's interesting for me as the dm too because i struggle with the same things from my end because you know i'm looking at the overall i'm looking at the overall narrative and you know i don't have i don't script it necessarily what i do basically is i have oh you mean like you don't send us those scripts i don't week? i don't do that no <laughs> is, but, that like a, is that an ai bot like i'm just sending okay here's what you say this week uh grunther you're gonna roll six natural 20s this episode instead of your normal five uh but no what i what i mean is i don't have like this these are plot points that need to happen that's not really how i do it what i do more is kind of look at where we are what has happened and how that might like what branching path we might have. It's uh, I just have like a web of, this is what I think about all the time. <laughs> um, and then, you know, you all kind of drive the way we, the way we go, but it's always kind of a challenge. Like, well, where can I try to put this in? Where would it make sense? Like, where would it make sense for Blake to have this moment? Because I want each of the players to have that moment. That's really about them. And we've seen that so far with some of the others, 
Uh, we haven't really gotten to do it so much with you yet, but it's it's still soon. The others have had 24 episodes, right? Yeah. Um, we've had some very intense family drama with Izzy and uh, where we just were. Uh, we've gotten to see a little bit of backstory from Nozak as well, because the, right before you kind of joined the party, that was a little bit of his time to shine, right? So we were in his home city. He kind of had the run of the place, and, and things took a turn for him there. Uh, and then now we're starting to see a little bit of Grunthor and some of the mystery of his past, too. But that leaves uh, you and Ava with some some definite things coming in the future. And Ava's had a little bit, but I, I, I definitely have some things I want to do with Blake and some things I want to give her the opportunity to do. Uh, but it's it's finding that right time and not trying yeah. to rush it or make it feel, you know, disgenuine. You know, I, I want it to feel like, oh, we earned this moment. And it's hard because I have to be patient and I know you all have to be patient, but you know, one shots are nice cause you just blow out all the stuff and you do it and you squeeze it into four hours. But with these campaigns, it's like, I have to ask you all to trust me, stay with me. And I promise I will do my best to give everybody their moment. And, uh, I'm working on it. <laughs> That's all I can tell you for you. <laughs> but yeah, no, I like I know like at the very beginning I think it was like the second episode I was in and she has that conversation with Shiva mm. and um and she go and Shiva goes like there's something different about you like yeah. that you can and I was like you know what like, and yeah. I I hadn't I hadn't um I mean, and that wasn't something that I wrote or that I had any any knowledge of like mm -hmm. i was i was as surprised like yeah. i learned that knowledge firsthand too and i was just like it's like when it's like where it's like as like blake i have to be like calm and be like mm -hmm. i don't understand but as the player i'm like in my head just going i know i know i know yeah that's <laughs> That's the one thing I miss about being a player is some of those surprises. But I also love as a DM getting to hand those out because I love being like, I'll, I'll look at like a note I have. I go, I really think they're going to love this. And I really hope they do because my, you know, I like to make jokes about killing you all all the time because that's just what the DM's supposed to do. But secretly, my goal is to just make you all as happy as I can, you know, while also scaring you to death. <laughs> so that's that's the balance I have to work with. So, uh, yeah, when I was kind of drafting that conversation in my head, I was like, ah, this would make sense. And I think that I think the player will enjoy this interaction, too. Um, and then, of course, you know, if you look at the spread of the narrative, what we're doing, you know, you've got the crystals that you all are attempting to go after. And then there is one that's in the Norvalen region. So odds are you'll have a little bit of that spotlight coming once you start heading back through your home turf. Yeah. So probably. there's definitely just, you know, if you're kind of wondering, when do I get my turn to shine? That's definitely going to be one of them. So. But, uh, yeah, so I guess the next question I usually ask in these is, apart from D&D, &D, you know, this is a Final Fantasy-based D&D campaign, and Final Fantasy knowledge is not required at all. It's mainly just because I wanted to take a bunch of Final Fantasy references, because I love Final Fantasy, and just build up this crazy world that I made up, and said, hey, I don't care who plays in it, but I do ask if, if you were a fan of that franchise, or if you were just like, D&D &D game, let's go. Um, so I think like the biggest, uh, or the most I played Final Fantasy is actually Kingdom Hearts. That works too. Uh, <laughs> I, I did play a lot of Kingdom Hearts when I was younger and I played, um, 
I played a bit of Final Fantasy X when I was a kid. Ten's a good one. Uh, I think I got up to like the ice dungeon, like where you unlock um, Shiva. Shiva, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Was that Shiva and, in that game? I I can't remember. They messed. They they changed Shiva them around. Or it's like the unicorn. It was either Shiva uh, or the unicorn man, that I got. To. I sound like a terrible. I host a Final Fantasy podcast. I should know this off the top of my head. I think it is Shiva in Ten. I know that Ten. They change some of them. They don't use all of them as the classic ones, but I do think they used Shiva. <laughs> so. I think they do too. I'm pretty sure. Okay, okay. I know there was like a pony, as I was really excited about the pony, and then yeah, um, <laughs> that's the sure light. Yeah. yeah, and I'm pretty sure Shiva's there because I'm I pretty think... sure there was a naked blue lady. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's always Shiva. The naked yeah. blue lady. That's Shiva for sure. <laughs> uh, but like. I think I died in the middle of the dungeon, and that's like mm. probably like a third of the way through the game. Like it's it's oh, a good chunk of it's a decent time. chunk, yeah, yeah. Um, and I died in the dungeon, and then I was all the way back, and plus like oh. thirty minutes, and I was just like, no, yeah, I gave up. That is um, what that is what killed my. I think it was Final Fantasy VIII actually, and that's my favorite one. But it took me a couple times to make it through it. But something like that happened to me, and it killed my. I was like, I'm done, I'm done. Uh, and then I finally went back and beat it, and I'm glad I did. And then Final Fantasy IX, and if my brother's watching this, he'll 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 swear to this because that's his favorite. I got to the last boss, and I beat the last boss. And then right after that, there's like, uh oh, it's my final form, but it's it's oh, dumb, no. like. My final form, I'm okay with. This was just an out of left field dumb thing, uh, and I couldn't beat that one. And I'm like, I I I quit, and I put that game down for probably 15 years. I just beat it like last summer. I finally was like, no, I gotta finish this one finally, because yeah, it's especially when you lose like a half an hour, an hour oh, of yeah. play, yeah. So and some of those battles are so, and like I've tried to yeah. play them like as an adult, yeah. Um, and I've also found that I don't like turn-based games mm. anymore. So you, um, you want anything above 10 if you wanted yeah. to try it. <laughs> uh, I think I tried the one with lightning before, and the battle system I still wasn't a huge fan of. Um, I really, like, that was part of why I like Kingdom Hearts. It's yeah. just that it's a, it's a little bit more, mm -hmm. like, there's still, the there's still, like, the role-playing element, and those tend right. to be the games I like, too. Um like, I'm just, I just don't have to Yeah. Yeah. If, if you're um, looking for something like that and you wanted to try out Final Fantasy, well, 16 comes out in June. Definitely. 15 has a faster paced battle system. And then if you okay. like those Dark Soul games, um, Stranger of Paradise is like that, but not soul crushingly hard. Okay. Just as far as the, it has a difficulty selection. Um, and as I could, I beat it. Okay. And I, I refuse <laughs> to play Dark Soul games. But the action and the combat is very fast-paced and very, very fun in that one. Yeah. But, um, yeah, okay, so cool. You know, it, it's funny because when I when I first proposed this, I kind of thought I'd have a lot of Final Fantasy people, but it's a, it's a decent mix because you've got Nozak, who is just, like, really, really into Final Fantasy. By the way, I only use player names or character names because I get so used to staring at them. And I, I'm sorry, I, I call you Blake, even in casual conversations now, because I just, I get so into, like, seeing your names and your characters. Um, but then, yeah, I've got I've got other people, like Grunther, who wasn't really, hasn't really played any of them. So it's it's been interesting. Um, it's been interesting with those elements being able to, because I can tell when something lands, one of my random 
uh, references because Nozak I always gets them, <laughs> and then sometimes other people will the more the more prominent ones like Chocobo. Yeah. Um, oh, for, oh yeah for... no and like when squall guy introduced that like yeah so that's like, leon <laughs> yeah 12 year old or how like 13 maybe i think i was 13 yeah. like when the first kingdom heart i had i had such a crush on leon like because he's cool that oh my god yeah no he was voiced by david bornette like oh, just, yeah, yeah. that was that that was it and so i had i had so many like self-inserts that were basically just yeah. like leah and um very very bad like yeah well horribly written but... yeah it always bugged me a little bit because i came into uh, first of all love kingdom hearts also one of my favorite series i came into it first as a final fantasy and disney fan so it was like it was like the perfect game ever uh but it always bugged me they named him leon because i'm like Dude, Squall, what are you changing his name for? I don't know if you can I see. I got my pillow back here. Uh, that's Squall and Renoa. It's blocked oh. a little bit by my red mage Chocobo. <laughs> but uh, that's my Squall and Renoa pillow. And I've got another one higher up, I think, off the screen. It's one of those vinyls of the 8 logo. So, And actually... I'm wearing my Final Fantasy VIII t-shirt, <laughs> so nice. I'm just uh, cold because I record these in my basement. So if anyone wonders why I'm always in this Walking Dead uh, jacket like every episode, I do have other clothes. Uh, I do shower and change my clothes. It's just I like this jacket and it's cold down here. <laughs> so. No, we just record all of them like, all, in, at the like, same time. Holiday. You all this is an all day marathon. You all go and change, but I'm too lazy. I'm just like nah. Walking I got dead, Jack. <laughs> so, uh, I guess question: uh, You've played all the? Have you played all the Kingdom Hearts, or at least all the mainline no, ones? Or? Even still, okay. So I am the worst gamer ever. Uh oh. Um, I will get really far in a game and then i get frustrated mm. and also like i tried to 100 games um ah, i shouldn't yeah. try to do this i know i shouldn't try to do this i still try to do this but i'll i'll be getting through a game and then i get frustrated at a certain point and then i stop playing it and yeah. then i don't remember where i'm at so i'm like i'm just going to start over so i get really i think like i got to I've gotten to the Maleficent fight, but then I was like, I'm going to like do all the other things, oh, and then God. I never got past Well, the games are, are so, so long, and especially with Kingdom Hearts, if you take more than like a sense. week off, you're lost, because the story yeah. is so confusing. Yeah, no, like I think I read, I read some of the like plot summaries for like the later games, like especially like the handheld ones where it's like, I'm never going to, I'm never going to, yeah. like I have, um, the the re-releases of like one and two yeah and i think i have um three through like one of the free or like one of the subscription things so yeah. it's like i plan on getting through those at some point but like the mobile games i'm i'm not good well the mobile it. games some of them got remastered on for playstation yeah. and stuff but some of them are still like because when they came out they came out with the naming conventions are like 1.8 2.8 i was like you could finally play all of them on one console, my PlayStation, right? Or some of them, I think they would—they at least gave you just the cutscenes. So I'm like, I'm gonna play all of them. That didn't last very long because some of them were either hard or the one that everybody really, really likes, Birth by Sleep. Not my cup of tea. I just wasn't digging it, and I get weird looks. Everybody tells me that's the best one, but it was like a what was that PSP maybe? 
that it first came out on? I don't know. I know. But if you're talking about the mobile mobile, like, Dar- uh, what was it? Um, Union Cross and know, Dark I Road. I know there's a few and like yeah. I and like again like I've read like the summaries and uh-huh. after a while it's just like this makes I I don't know if they know what's happening like I don't know if anybody I, I like, don't think they do <clears throat> I don't I, think I don't anybody think does like it's just like the only thing I will say that's really cool is and it's I, I guess it's a spoil I won't spoil the plot details but the post credit scene to Kingdom Hearts three introduces a couple characters from one of those mobile games <laughs> and you know so not i'm not talking about the psp or the or the uh, ds i'm talking about your actual mobile phone game one of the characters from that voiced by matt mercer so that's cool oh. <laughs> but uh, oh, the, yeah, 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 i think i remember hearing that um he was in yeah. kingdom hearts what i hope that means though is that he will be in kingdom hearts 4 in a more prominent role but I did like I did like three because if you just played one two and then went into three, you do you were missing like fifty percent of the story. There's actually like a chunk of videos they recommend you watch that are on the disc that are like, would you like to catch up? Here's the story of everything you skipped. I'm like, yes, please. I would like to do that instead. <laughs> yeah, I I had a friend that was playing it like right as um like right when it launched, and so I saw he was watching it, and this was like couple of hours so like he would have started like around release and so i texted mm-hmm. him and i was like hey how's kingdom hearts 3 going like is it great and he's like i'm still watching the catch-up video <laughs> yeah <laughs> he's like there's a catch-up video and there's a cut scene and i haven't even started pl- i he's like yeah. i've been doing this for like 30 minutes i haven't even played the it game. was broken like, into like five different chapters or something that went through the whole story or, or whatever and man at good times i loved kingdom hearts 3 I know that's that's a little controversial too, but I I did love Kingdom Hearts three. I think it might be my favorite. <laughs> so the the have you played it? The no, I no I keep on and this is the other problem. This is why I'm the worst gamer ever because I'm like I'm going to like not spoil myself. Yeah, and if there is a series, I'm going to play them all in order, even mm. if I hate one of them. Ah, uh, yeah. I'm still. I don't. I don't know why I'm like this either. Like it is. It, it's just so no, frustrating. No, <laughs> I'm the same way. So if there's a series, I do want to start at the beginning, you know. And it just, I to me, makes more sense. Now I would be okay with Kingdom Hearts just doing one, two, three. Like I'm okay skipping a bunch yeah, of the side that's... stuff, but I could. I can't fathom just plopping in it too. And I can't like. Uh, that's one of the reasons I haven't played i keep hearing how great the new god of wars are i'm like well i never played the old one so i went back to start playing god of war one and i'm like all right this is okay but then i yeah. drifted away from it and so you know yeah people well, I say did, it's, I, it's okay i'm like okay if you say so i did break my own rule because i started i did i have i'm halfway through like or i think halfway through i'm somewhere in uh playing god of war 2018 but okay. i i did i did check with people and i did read and it seemed like you could be like if you'd never played the earlier games like you could just drop in there and i've like, been told that too and i just context. wouldn't let myself do it yeah. <laughs> but i hear it's a great i hear it's a great game it, i i love it it's um it's very it's part of it is kind of funny uh like uh any kind of like 
hard dad stuff is just sort of like I relate to it's like mm. difficult parents and media is you, like you know you never see it ever yeah. like when you see it well done it's just like yeah and also I'm being sarcastic about yeah. like, you know, <laughs> yeah, know. <laughs> just, just to be clear that was a joke um, <laughs> but it's done really really well and uh, it's like our ch I really like I feel like kids are really hard to do in games um, yeah. like where to kind of like hit like the midpoint of like obviously like this is a child so like you kind of understand that it's a child I guess yeah. like um but like but it doesn't veer into like I want to strangle this fucking kid so <laughs> um, yeah, yeah that, that's how I like felt to tie it thir back to Final Fantasy just a little bit uh, there was a kid in Final Fantasy 13 I think his name was Hope that I was the whole time was like, I want to struggle oh, yeah, you yeah, yeah. just a little bit. <laughs> You're just a little annoying. <laughs> how, um, how old is the kid in God of War? Like 10 or nine or 10. I okay. don't like, and they're all like, nobody is like mortal. So it's a little bit oh, right. more ambiguous. Right, um, right. So, but I think like he's supposed to be like nine or 10. I think his mocap and voice okay. actor was like nine or 10. And then in the later one, he's like teenager. Um, some. I'm going to have to, I think it, I think it's free with PlayStation plus. I need to just yeah. break down and do it. Like I need to just it's, play it. I've heard it's great. It's really good. Like, and our trace like really reminds me like my one of my friends in real life has an 11 year old son mm. and so like our trace reminds me so much of my friend's kid that's always that nice <laughs> it's just also it's just like and i kind of like any any games that like you have like an animal or like a horse or a dog it's like mm -hmm. that it's like you know mess with me whatever but it's like you touch my horse i'm going to come after yeah. you and now it's kind of like that's with it's like if you touch my kid like, yeah yeah, I, I am coming for you. With like, your little partner. Yeah. Yeah, like leave my kid alone. It's like only I can bother my kid. <laughs> I can be mean to them. You yeah. can't be mean to them. Uh, That's not also, how this works. Also, and then all of the cutscenes, you're just like, hug your fucking child. <laughs> so like, I've just been, once. I've been, yeah, I've been streaming God of War, and so that's like half of me during like yeah. probably a quarter of the cutscene. It's just me being like. Oh, you're kidding. God I, damn it. I have been obsessed with The Last of Us recently because oh, yeah. of the show. So I tried to play it when it first came out, but I am a big chicken with games, right? <laughs> but I watch the show because I'm not a chicken with shows. Like, I love The Walking Dead. I love I love horror. But it like, so the show I watched, I was like, this was damn good. So I decided to play the game, made it through the first one. Now I'm about halfway through the second one. But like the whole time, you know, you were kind of speaking of that, like, father type dynamic and they're not related but ellie and joel have that kind of yeah. father daughter and the whole time i'm like would one of you just fucking say i love you or something like <laughs> we can all see it like we we know that you've bonded in this weird kind of pseudo parent child relationship just one of you say i love you you know what just somebody say it okay and it's driving me nuts that's all i want to hear that's all i want to hear but that's great. Yeah. It's a, it's a great. I'm sorry I missed out on it because I was like I was so nerd. I I played it before and got to like. Uh, have you played Last of Us or watched I the show? Played, I I think like Last of Us is kind of the same. I started it. I think the farthest I've gotten is like the first time you get to the Shriekers, and that's the okay. part where I was like, nope. Yes, that is <laughs> no. what happened to me. Oh, 
That is the exact same spot I stopped because I played it before, and that is I got to there and I was like, I stopped and I was like shaking. I'm like, I can't, I can't do this. Like I am too. It was making me too anxious. I don't know what it is. I think watching the show and realizing that there's some good story coming up, and then I bumped it down to easy. I'm like, you know what? Yeah. Fuck my pride. I'm gonna play it on easy because I just want to play the story. And then I was like, okay, this isn't so bad. Story time though. I have this little bastard of a bird that keeps flying into the window right next to where I play this game, okay? So I usually get a little bit of game time on my lunch break. So I'll come down and I'll play 40 minutes, 45 minutes or something, and I swear to God, this thing waits for me. And it will just, I'll be sitting there, it's one of those tense moments, and all of a sudden, bam! This bird just flies into the window and it scares the shit out of me every single day. Not doing it right now. Only does it when I'm trying to play Last of Us. He just wants to see too. He just he's trying to watch your progress. Well, it scared me. It's like literally I jumped the other day because this thing and I, I don't know what it's doing. It just likes to fly into the window. It never hurts itself. It'll fly into it for a couple minutes and fly away. But it's only at those tense moments and it it, it it's testing me. It's testing me is what it's doing. But I I uh, had I had a bird scare. It wasn't a video game bird scare, but like <laughs> I was doing something on my, and I, I have a bird for context. Like oh, yeah. I have a green G Conyers, and um, my mom and I live with my mom. My mom had come into my room and we were talking and like, I knew she was there, but I knew that she was like still across the room and then something grabbed my wrist and it was uh... just my bird flying to my wrist. <laughs> it was like, my mom and my dog are walking in and I'm just like, <laughs> and so like the bird flies off, the dog runs out of the room. My mom is just like, if, if my bird had a way to make physical contact with me, I think I would actually die. I think <laughs> I would have a heart attack because I'm already like, ain't like, I'm already like on edge playing it. And then the bird are already like scares the crap out of me. If it somehow got in, Koopo Quest would be canceled because your DM would be dead on the floor over there in front of his television. <laughs> so that's just how it goes. That's just how it goes. Oh man! So, uh, any other games you like? You know, so Kingdom Hearts, God of War. What else do you? What else are you really into? So, I play. So I. So like my answers for like my favorite game and my most played game are very different. Because my most played game is Destiny 2. Okay, um, not your favorite though. That, that's what I have the most hours in just because that's like what my friends play. Sure. Um, and I do, like, it's like a love-hate relationship. I think like any long, I think like any game that you play for a really long time, you kind of like go through phases where it's like, sure. this is like so good. And then it's like, Wah. I've had my, um, I've had my wow up and downs over the years. Yeah. So. yeah. Yeah. And it's definitely like the best co-op game that I played. Um, okay. and it's really nice for like, uh, like, cause I know like I've tried to do like the division and sea of thieves and, um, there's a few others and like, but just for like hanging out with like my friend and just like yeah. kind of chatting and like shooting the shit. Like Destiny is definitely um the one where you can do that. And I really like the PvE like uh co-op content, like the sure. raids and stuff. So definitely play a lot of Destiny 2. Um I main a hunter if anybody's like I mean that's usually like one of the questions. Destiny 2 uh, is is 
one of those games that has long since intrigued me, but I have not yet tried. Same with Destiny, and it also goes back to our thing about like, well, can you jump straight into Destiny 2? Are they connected at all? Um, it's a continuation, but uh, you you can skip Destiny. Like, I mean, I think like you you're gonna still get the complete story. And honestly, in Destiny Two is in kind of a weird spot, like where the first couple of years of content have been taken out of the game oh, to really? save room for. Oh my, it's it's a whole it's a whole thing. Wow, um, that is interesting. And, I think that they've done kind of a better... It's been kind of hit or miss on how... like, Because, I mean, I've been playing since... um, Like, oh, God. I've been playing for too long. I've been playing since, like, 2016. Okay. So I I am the player who has been keeping up with the releases, so I kind of know where the story is, even when they've removed stuff. Um, But the player experience for people that, you know, just came in, like, this year... Or, like, played Witch Queen and then had to take some of the year off because, you know, like, they're adults <laughs> have children what? or jobs or yep. life things that's, happen. That's why I haven't played as much Final Fantasy fourteen as I'd like to lately. Just there's too much going on. <laughs> Yeah, um, it can be it can be kind of difficult because some of the story beats are seasonal. Um, mm-hmm. There's usually like the yearly expansion, and then they have been better about like you can the seasonal stuff is around for like that year of content, but okay. then like the stuff for Witch Queen that is relevant and ties to stuff that happens in Lightfall, and Witch Queen was last year's expansion, Lightfall is this year's expansion, and then there were like individual like seasons in between that had story content that ties into lightfall but you can't even access it anymore so it's just and like i'm glad i wasn't in the community discussions when that happened because i can only imagine how awful that got (laughs) it's a mess i don't even like really interact with the community that much anymore because like there's some like really cool people and there's some like really positive um streamers and then there's just also like a lot it's it's a lot and like right now that's every i think that's every fan base online you know you've got oh there's a couple nice ones and then oh why did i log on twitter today (laughs) yeah and there's been some like server issues lately and Mm. um like a lot of conversations about like what should we do um about like or like what should bungie do and yeah it's just it's kind of it's rough it's like it's a it's a rough time to like destiny or play destiny yeah um but yeah, so Destiny, I play a lot of. Um, probably my all-time favorite game is Shadow of the Colossus, which is like everybody's okay. favorite game. I um, I I've tried that game. I haven't I haven't beaten that game. It's funny you say that because my brother does not like that game. We, oh, we've no. had debates about this game in particular. Yeah. He finds it incredibly boring. <laughs> I, I can see that. Um, I, I I liked it what I played of it, but it's one of those games to where I think I got stuck on one of the bosses and then, as you were saying, kind of drifted away. But yeah, I mean, that game is... I hear a lot of people talk about that game, and it's been well remastered and ported to new systems three or four times. Yeah. You, you don't do that if you're not a popular game, I, so... I think I own every single one. Do you? Yeah, I think I bought it. I had it for PS2, oh. 
and then I have the PS3 and the PS4. Okay. <laughs> I, I have the boxes for the PS3 and PS4 version. So, uh, yeah, I definitely have bought that game on multiple systems. I will say with my experience, it, it was fun. It was very fun. I just I got I got distracted and then had to move on. I did find myself sometimes needing to look up guides like how do i what what is going on with this one but no i was having a good time i mean i i was i think i got it with one of the ps plus uh after the fact you know it's one of the games i missed on ps2 and i i was able to beat a couple of them and then just they throw so many games at you every month i just ended up getting distracted but no that's that's a good one that is a good one that i played so far i need to go back to it uh i I think my favorite game of all time is still super mario world (laughs) so i'm I'm old school in that regard (laughs) so um but yeah i'll have to give shadow of the colossus another another go it's really good like i i like the i mean i i definitely see the boring argument um Uh, my brother gets distracted real easy too (laughs) yeah well and like there's no dialogue like it's very much like based on like visual storytelling Mm, um and there's not really like a clear-cut plot like i mean basically like you're trying to save your girlfriend yeah. and people don't want you to be there and that's basically like yeah it's, so a, it's I, a simple I, plot told very yeah. well through the visuals and the gameplay yeah you know it, um, it is i think a very unique storytelling yeah and i i really like i feel like we've had more games like that so it's not quite the same as it was sure um because like it came out i think like in 2002 i'm gonna google this because i should know but i don't know sounds, off the top of my head uh, sounds see, about right though it's either 2002 or 2000 or no it can't be 2008 2008 was mass 2005 i was a okay. little bit off I cut um, the difference between two and eight, though. It was right around five. Yeah. <laughs> so. I was. I think I probably. I think I probably played it like when it first came out, and then I got terrified of the first boss, uh-huh. and I never got past it. And because we had a big TV when I was a kid. Oh yeah. And then I think it was probably like probably like 2008 ish that I picked it back. I tried it again, and it was like, oh wow, this is like my this is favorite game. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and that was a game that like I could just like load into and just like ride around. And like mm-hmm. I'm a huge horse girl. Like any any game that has a horse, and I absolutely love Argo. Like yeah, top ten, and I love her AI. And like I feel like it's really funny listening to the conversation about her because you like there are people like either you're in two camps like you either fucking hate her or like you really really appreciate her and yeah. usually the people that appreciate her are horse people yep that's how it goes. Been around, or have been around horses because like she's very like she balks like she goes mm-hmm. no yeah. um she she, she uh, you know i noticed that too she she does her ai even for especially for a ps2 game seemed very spot on for what i would expect a horse to act like yeah. yeah and like she's also like very brave like she'll do like mm-hmm. she'll kind of have that has and um if you ever ridden like there's sometimes like where you'll ask a horse to do something and they're kind of like are you sure okay i'm gonna do it and then they do it and you're just like i shouldn't have done that but that was cool and the horse um, the whole time you know is like i know <laughs> yeah and, uh, listen to me Oh yeah, no. I all of the horses I've ever ridden, like a hundred and ten percent, like knew their job more than I do. Mm-hmm. Like they had, they had way more like idea of like what the hell was going on. I had no idea. 
Um, like I used to play polo, all of our horses knew the game better than we did. Oh, like yeah. they could almost like if you missed it, they would just kind of be like, "You're a fucking idiot." Come on, <laughs> that was that was an easy shot. I set Come you up on. perfectly for that. <laughs> like, well, you missed. Yeah, it's like um, you're Mulan, making me like, look bad. Like just stay on, or they'll just be like, just hold on, and I will put you in yeah. the spot that you're supposed to be. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I I love Argo, and and again, it's kind of like that connection, like where there's something that you can connect to, like mm-hmm. whenever I play it, um, like half of I talk to myself whenever I play games, where it's just like, I'm sorry, pony, like <laughs> I'm just like run her into shit, and it's just like, I'm sorry, I did me too. <laughs> Yeah. Well, that's good. I mean, if you stream a little bit, right? So, I mean, it's nice. I think streamers need to have a little bit of that talking to yourself because it makes it more entertaining. I don't, which is one reason I probably would never stream games because it would just be me because I don't. I I think you need that kind of uh, that, you know, self-talk as you kind of go through to be be an interesting streamer. Me talking to myself was kind of what I was doing that before I started streaming. Yeah. And that was part of like, maybe I should try this because sometimes it'd be like, that was really funny. I wish that somebody yeah. had I wish somebody had heard the the cleverness that right. I did. So it's like I can I can share it. And then occasionally like there's really funny things that happen and I happen to capture it um yeah. and can clip it and then sometimes it's like I I had I had no spark of brilliance that night. <laughs> you know, something's clicking for me now, you know, talking about how much you like horses. I think I see why you've gravitated so much to Grunthor's Chocobo. Yeah. Because for those for those of you that have watched uh Blake's short time so far on the show, uh she almost immediately uh, bonded with uh, with the chocobo, the chicken, the chicken as she calls it, <laughs> and it is it is made for some of my favorite little cute interactions that we've had, and it's also helped kind of cement your friendship with one of the other players. It was a great, uh, it was a great way I think to blend something you find because you know chocobos are basically horses of this world. You know, it's the closest you're going to find. There are horses, but you're not going to see too many of them. Uh, so it's it's an interesting way to blend something you you like in real life and kind of use that narratively in the game to uh, just kind of give your character a little bit more uh, personality and it was it's great I've, I've been loving the uh, interactions with with the chicken and Blake and then uh, Grunthor as as he's seeing this and how he's adapting to first of all sharing Duchess uh, <laughs> for the first time and uh, just how that you know his views of of you know you and the little people and and all that stuff so I, th- I think he's getting a little protective of of you and his of his chocobo too so uh just yeah. it just popped in my head as you were talking about horses i was like it all makes sense <laughs> it all makes sense yeah. now well like and usually when i create characters there's there's a horse like mm-hmm. Because then most of it's like fantasy esque, so it kind of makes sense. And I thought about giving Blake a horse, and then I was like, "Oh, she's a lalafell. Like that doesn't mean." And like they're in the woods, so Pony? it's like I imagine. Yeah, well, it's <laughs> like I imagine if we ever get to their area, then like there's like Shetland pony or like sure. goats and like Shetlands, like that kind of like thing, but not yeah. really like. Not, it wouldn't be, I didn't think it'd be, like, super common just because, like, it's woods, like, a full-grown horse, especially, like, for Lollafells would just be kind of, um... Yeah. So, I don't know. I, like, I I did think about it, and then I was like, hmm, I don't, I don't think that would really fit 
prefer, Go, but going maybe. back to to what we talked about earlier and how I like to structure my games and and plot points, I try to say I want this to happen for my character or my characters, my players. I th- I'm, I'm picturing a scene where Blake sees an actual horse for the first time. Okay, that's what I'm picturing because you know they're I I've decided that they are here as well as the chocobos, but they're not really widely used because chocobos are just smarter horses. But I'm I'm picturing now when when something happens and Blake sees a horse and how she might react to that. What we'll, the fuck? We'll see. We'll see how that goes. This isn't as bad as this isn't as bad as the clouds. I think oh, as yeah. long as it's on the ground, she will probably be okay. Oh, that, Pegasus! That was, oh god, uh, it's getting better. <laughs> it's getting better. A Pegasus back up in the clouds. Hey, at least you handled the clouds better than Ava's care. You know, Ava did. <laughs> Whew. I tell you what, that yeah. that guy cannot make Constitution saving throws. <laughs> yeah, I like. I'm not a huge fan of heights, but I'm usually okay. But I was thinking about Blake and like you know, again, like she's had she's had a lot of change in yeah. the last couple of months, and then especially like in the last like week, and. I, I don't think she would have been anywhere like Mysidia and I oh, yeah. can't imagine. Yeah, so it's just like that. I figured that would just be like the straw that broke the camel's back onto like the like no. Yeah, Blake, <laughs> no, Blake has had Blake has had a lot of stress, and actually it that led into one of my favorite. It, it's I think the favorite thing you've done, and one of my favorite things across the whole show so far has been your uh, rebranding of Calm Emotions. Because we, we've established really early on that Calm Emotions is kind of Blake's go-to spell. I've never seen someone use it so frequently and with so much uh, just they, they, positivity, like how much they actually get out of this, uh, out of the spell, how much mileage they get on it. Uh, and we've, re, we've affectionately renamed it Catnip. And, and Blake has decided that her Calm Emotions gives her a little bit of a high, and it was one of the greatest, the, the time that you, you calmed emotions yourself to deal with being in the clouds and then was kind of loopy through what was otherwise a kind of a tense moment was like the perfect bit of levity we needed in that episode and just beautiful and hilarious. <laughs> so. Well, I guess I was kind of thinking, because like I had, um, like when I was younger, I had my, I, not a wisdom tooth, I had a tooth removed and they mm. gave me like Vicodin. Or oh. it was either Vicodin or Oxy. One of those that big ones, yeah. Yeah, and I did not care. Like, the house could have burned down. Um, like, the, I could have been robbed. Like, something terrible. And I just yeah. would have been like, yeah, take it. That's fine. Hey, you <laughs> forgot the remote. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have everything that you need? There's some stuff over there. Hey, like, your you car looks just... small. I've got a truck if you want to take that. Yeah. <laughs> some friends they'll help you um and that was just kind of like that i that to me felt like the the like the most extreme like the natural 20 of like what calm emotions would be like just uh, that level of like vicodin high or mm-hmm. like uh marijuana high where you're yeah. just like i don't like it, it was it was wonderful <laughs> it, it was it, everything played so well and uh uh, it's it's cracks me up. I've wa- I've like rewatched that scene a time or two, and every time I'm like, this is great. This is good stuff. I need to clip it. That's you know because I'm I've been trying to find moments of the episodes and just kind of clip them. I've only done one so far, 
because again, adulting. But I need to I need to clip that one because it's it was a good one. It was so. like ha. ha yeah it was <laughs> but and then the it's it being renamed to catnip is also the my favorite thing too which is a little meta knowledge because you know we know it as and in the world it makes no sense because there's no cat in the world but you know who cares <laughs> it's still a great name it's still a great great name uh so uh, we are running up about on time here. So is there anything else you want to add? Anything else you want to say? I think this has been a great interview. Uh, I feel like it's been fun just kind of talking, getting to know you a little bit better. Anything else you want to leave people with? Uh, no, I'm just, I'm excited to have more Blake's story kind of come out. Um, I, I also really like her. I like her, uh, story and where she's come from and hopefully the things that she represents um and hopefully i'll be able to play though that's always like the concern of like what i wrote down versus like how it actually comes out i feel yeah. like like it's like well i actually remember like my own characterization yeah like not not react like cat would react but how would like mm. blake react that, that's um, always the hard part yeah and uh, so hopefully we'll be able to do more of her. And I've just, I've really enjoyed being here and being with the group and yeah. and being accepted so well and just kind of like, I mean, it, it hasn't really felt awkward at all. Like it was just sort of like. Which can be, especially with, you know, coming into a new group, uh, you know, especially someone who's come into a group who's played 23, 24 sessions <laughs> together already. Uh, but you know, it's, it's for us too, is we all, we don't know each other or we, I feel like we do now, at least on some level, but before we started, we're all just strangers. And, but I think that kind of speaks to the beauty of tabletop games is how they can bring people together of different backgrounds, different genders, different everything. And we can all come around this table and just have a good time. And, you know, I, I like the tabletop space. I try to make it an open welcoming space. I know there's some gatekeepers out there, but fuck them. You know, so I'm glad you feel that way. I've, I felt that, you know, I was kind of nervous getting started. But, yeah, just once we started going, it was like this. I don't know. It fits. It clicks. I think we've got a good group. I really do. So and you've been you've been a great addition to it Yay. that you were the missing piece, I think, of the group that we were looking for. And right now, uh, the Forgiven is going <laughs> under a, currently getting ready to get a branding change. Uh, they're still talking about that, but I think that, uh, I think that Blake was the missing piece to that. And I, you know, you want to see some more Blake, there's some more Blake coming. I've got some, I've got some ideas I think work well with your backstory. Uh, we already see that your backstory is tangled a little bit with that of Grunthor's too. So there's a little bit, you know, as we learn more from his, we'll reveal some more of yours as well. So, uh, yeah. And, you know, you're the only one that can really, at the moment, uh, converse openly with Shiva. So that's always a nice plot thing for a DM to have. Uh, <laughs> I, was so, I was so glad that you knew where I was going. Or, like, I mean, and that was sort of a Hail Mary, like, guess. Yeah. I, I didn't know. I was like, he may not. He may just be like, no. <laughs> <laughs> I, I try not, I try not to say no. If, if there's something I think is cool, I'm like, I want to make this happen. But, I, you know, I want it to make sense. But if it's cool, I want it to happen for my players. So, oh, speaking of cool, I do want to congratulate you uh, on your first uh, boss kill. You got that on the most recent episode. So uh, that was so stressful. That, that was a that was a long 
And yeah, that was stressful. I, I, one of that was one of those ones where I was like, I know I overtuned this, but I think I thought I overtuned it enough to where it was doable. But around like the two hour mark, I was like, I may have over overtuned, <laughs> but they well, pulled it out. I, I didn't, I guess I hadn't gone through cause I was thinking more for her, for like the clericy parts, mm-hmm. like the healing and like the, the abilities. I did not click that she had that melee ability. Oh yeah. Until like I was, I was desperately like clicking through. Cause also I don't think that, uh, like meta knowledge, I don't think death cleric is really, um, something that players play very often. Like it's in the GM book. Like the, oh. the version that I have is in the GM master yeah. guide. Which so, yeah. it's like the Oathbreaker Paladin. It's really cool, but not many, not a lot of people know about yeah. it. If you're more of a casual, you know, don't have every book like some weirdos do <laughs> where they just buy everything. <laughs> um, but it's like in the GM book. So like a lot of players don't have access to it. Right. So it's, it, it kind of does have, and I feel like for her, like a, um, I'm probably going to build into my strength a little bit more, but I feel like it's kind of balanced by like, she's, I don't have any strength modifiers. Yeah. Like yeah. she's, it, it was a big hit with whatever modifiers you had. It was a, it was a nice hit. So, and it was very cool. So it, for those of you that are watching this, uh, I hope that you've been keeping up with it. Uh, if not, you should definitely watch the most recent one, Dock Work, because it was a great, a great fight. And Blake has some really cool shining moments in that one. So, well, with that, I think that's, I think that's it. Unless you have anything else you'd like to add. Uh, here at the very end, I know I just asked you that, and we talked for another five minutes, but you know I'll ask you again. <laughs> um, I don't think so. Like I just again, I I really enjoy uh, playing this game. I really enjoy playing Blake and playing with everybody. So hopefully, hopefully, like there's not going to be a total party kill. And we all have to like start from scratch. Yeah. Cause... Well, if it was going to happen, it would have happened last week. <laughs> <laughs> it nearly did. Like there was a there was I like. I was pretty sure we'd be fine, but I wasn't sure how Ava... It was, like, more Izzy and Ava I was kind yeah. of worried about. Yeah. Like, like, Blake is okay, but... It's one of those, like, I'm fine, but my friends might not be. <sighs> there were some There were some clutch moments uh, from, you know, from everybody there towards the end. I mean, Grunther had a really great idea with the, the grapple and, you know, just everything kind of played out. And that's why I overtuned it, because I knew you all had it. Anyway, we are we are all. I know I'm the only one here, but I I I feel confident speaking for everybody. We're all grateful to have you. We're so glad that you decided to extend your tenure as guest to more of a permanent role uh, here at Kupo Quest because it's been great, and I can't wait to see where Blake's story goes. I can't wait to see where you take the character, and I can't wait to see what you do with some of the stuff I throw at you, and and you know how we do that. So, because that's the game. That's how it works. But <laughs> thank you for taking the time to talk to me, uh, you know, and, and for those of you watching, thank you for, again, sticking around with Koopo Quest and getting to know all of our awesome players. The game wouldn't be anything uh, without them. I'm just the person that puts stuff in front of them and they elevate this game to be something totally special. So and now we have the missing piece of our puzzle here with Blake, a.k.a. Cat. Uh, but with that... Lally Ho, friends, thank you so much again for talking to us, and we will see you on the next episode of Koopa Quest. Later. Later.